0: Welcome to heartbeat of America, a podcast dedicated 100% to Billy strings. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review on Apple podcasts or Spotify, it will help fellow fans discover and enjoy the show as well. Now let's get into Kalamazoo return to Michigan, return to standard uh, format shows, standard lineup, standard song rotation. Um, Coming off of an extraordinary Halloween run that I think set the bar for Halloween runs and for working out and working through a theme. And of course, we talked more about that in a previous episode. But coming off that run, uh, there was a lot of highs. Uh, There was obviously a ton of highlights and peaks and new ground covered. Uh, So you dial back, you know, not dial back, but you, you know, go back to your standard show, your standard setup after that. And I'm sure it has to feel a little bit different. You know, kind of like welcoming an old friend uh, last night. And uh, this pretty interesting song rotation last night that was a very renewal heavy uh, rotation, which is all good. A couple hats off to the locals as well, which was cool and a really, really strong show. Um, obviously uh, not every night is going to be Halloween and um, if it was, then Halloween wouldn't be so special. And Kalamazoo is certainly a special show and a special night unto itself. So let's get into it in a little bit more detail. First up, we had Red Daisy uh, kick off the show. Uh, Obviously some familiar territory, a much, much loved song. One thing I wondered, which I I did not uh, research, unfortunately, in the meantime, was exactly how long it's been since Red Daisy was not played for three consecutive shows. Obviously over the Halloween run, it just didn't fit into the Lord of the Rings theme, so it wasn't played. But uh, it's in heavy rotation, obviously. And so that was kind of a curious thing that I thought about. A pretty quick run through. Jared had a nice solo. And, um, you know, you can kind of tell that it was back to, again, standard format, standard setup, you know, more of a standard type show, uh, which is still, you know, an amazing time and why we're all here to begin with. Next up was Hellbender. Uh, some more familiar territory, definitely a crowd favorite. Uh, I think everybody can probably, well, most most of us can maybe relate to certain parts of that song better than others. Um, but it really did feel like kind of terra firma after the diverse ground, the uncharted ground uh, that we covered in Asheville. Uh, there was a really nice uh, run there from Jared, uh, then off to Billy Failing, then over to Alex. Um, that hit the, uh, final, uh, right before the, uh, theme returned to the theme and the final verse, uh, definitely worth checking out. Next up was this heart of mine, new grass revival cover. Uh, very nice, uh, handoff from Billy strings to Alex on this one and a little flare and a little, little fire in this version. Uh, you could tell that, you know, obviously they, like I said, Halloween can't be every night, but they still were. You know, coming uh, ready to uh, go full bore last night, uh, wanting the audience to get engaged. Uh, when they everybody was having a lot of fun, uh, and it continued. Uh, a lot of up tempo uh, numbers uh, seemed like out of the gate. Get everybody moving and enjoying themselves. Next up was Hollow Heart. Uh, very uh, up tempo song, uh, obviously. Nice intro there. Uh, definitely a crowd favorite. Got everybody moving. Kept everybody moving. Uh, Kind of a quick version. And next up was Heartbeat of America. Obviously very excited anytime they play this song, uh, being the show's namesake. And uh, being the show's namesake, obviously for a reason, uh, you know, I do feel like it kind of speaks to where Billy is uh, in his career uh, in a way and and to a certain um, slice of America, if you will. Uh, And also because uh, it's a great song uh, for sure it's it's an interesting song because it's a song and this is going back to the first time i heard it which was at the not at the but watching the uh renewal listening party uh last summer i guess it was um, before the renewal festival when everybody when they played the renewal album and you could just uh, hang out online and 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 listen kind of with them it felt like an instrumental. I remember thinking at the time, Oh, this is one of the instrumentals in the record. And it really has very specific sections, uh, kind of mostly just feels like an instrumental. Obviously it does have lyrics, but it does have these very, very specific sections. And to me, that, that beginning or that first section, uh, obviously without the lyrics will always, uh, have that really strong instrumental feel uh, to it. Uh, in this version, when they hit the main riff or the main theme, Uh, i got to say, and I know I've been saying this a lot, and folks are probably getting tired of hearing it, but Alex just sounds freaking amazing. Obviously, his playing, his tone, uh, the texture that he brings to the band, but I'm also speaking of how he seems now maybe a little bit better dialed into the mix. Uh, It seemed like at first maybe he was a little bit high. Some of the uh, notes seemed a little bright almost. But now it's just dialed in perfectly. I'm sure they all worked hard on that with Andy at the helm. And uh, they really, really have it firing on all cylinders with regard to the sound. Uh, and I got to say the soundboards that come out you know in the days following the shows uh, are just masterful recordings that really capture the nuances of the shows and of these five musicians. Uh, so they're worth digging into uh, big time. All right, so anyway back to the uh, heartbeat of America. Uh, I was raving about Alex Uh, You had some really smooth handoffs all around in this one Uh, when it was time uh, For Billy's vocals. That's always a a fun trip uh, Pun intended Uh, and then after that it was kind of had the electric lick the effect that he does um, in the the main theme uh, in between the verses and and it's almost uh i made a note at the time um that he was singing that lyric you know seeing music that nobody else can see really you know emphasize it and having a lot of fun and a great police strings moment uh, after that it, i made in my notes that it almost felt like a, a grateful dead-esque jam like a mid-tempo jam following that final verse at least just for a little bit and it had a little bit of a dead rhythm and kind of a quasi jerry touch uh more when he was on the um uh upper end of the neck for the lower notes i don't know if that's the upper or the other end of the neck of the guitar but not when he was playing the real high notes but more when he was playing those lower notes um really cool jam uh in, in heartbeat of america something i look forward to revisiting uh then billy String started moving out a little bit faster started moving really fast across the uh, fretboard and then i was back to the main uh, theme and the refrain and then wrapping uh, up heartbeat of America one thing I need to do is work on my musical terminology so I'm gonna commit to you guys to learn a little bit more about the official terms so I'm actually calling parts of the song the right thing uh, as we move ahead next up was uh, more renewal uh, goodness with love and regret uh, again renewal heavy uh, set list uh, this being a slower song again Alex had some just stunning kind of deep slow dives of his bow across the fiddle like a very kind of sorrowful uh way Uh, just incredible he had an extended solo as well and again i continue to say i've said it a couple episodes ago i believe and i know i think i said it online as well that billy's solos uh or billy's solo during love and regret continues uh to impress me uh he just rocks it pretty hard and kind of gets Uh, Soft and then it ends rough and it's just really really cool. So something to check out uh, specifically are his uh, recent solos uh, on love and regret for sure Uh, next up in song number uh, seven last night was uh, Old Mountaineer Fiddle-driven uh, instrumental, again, a perfect spotlight uh, for Alex, uh, for him to just uh, take off for a little bit and give him some room uh, to breathe. And then next we had a uh, song number eight, Away from the Mire. Uh, some really nice uh, panning effect uh, on the guitar at the start of the jam from Billy. Uh, some left-right panning across the speakers. Uh, I don't know how that plays out with everybody else, if they're listening in on headphones or... Um, bluetooth speakers or whatever the case may be i'm sure it's a little different for everybody but if you're able to get a two-channel or home theater type setup you can really enjoy that panning and um get the most out of it i definitely recommend uh, checking that out really cool part of the jam he starts picking up speed uh and at that point you know the whole thing is of course being supported by its foundation royal massat who is just I like to say just a thumping and a wumping and a humping there. And I mean, going nuts, just laying bombs down, the perfect foundation. And Billy's talked about this before, like the perfect foundation for everybody else to be able to kind of move around and dance around. And uh, Royal was 100% on point. And I was chatting with somebody on Twitter last night uh i think uh it's sully and i don't know his username off the top of my head i apologize he's a good guy he comments a lot he was talking about seeing royal on the electric base uh over the halloween and that was really one of the cool things uh, that i enjoyed as, as well was watching royal and billy uh, on halloween uh kind of just getting on like a good old rock and roll band, you know, bass player and, and, and guitar player, just a ripping. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, back to the, uh, uh, away from the Meyer, uh, Billy had some, uh, effects driven jam, uh, starts moving around the stage a little bit, doing some soloing, a little bit of a shorter, uh, Meyer jam last night, uh, certainly well executed and, uh, you know, enjoyed, but maybe a little bit shorter than, than, than usual. Uh, next up, after that one sorry i don't have all my notes in order as apparently i should or i can't read them next up was long forgotten dream uh personal favorite of mine great song upbeat you know everybody's obviously moving pretty hard from away from the mire this just keeps it going Uh, i thought it was interesting i think it was During the Austin City Limits or during the Stubbs shows where he talked about the origin of that song, how it was just about a really stressed out day and, you know, the need to kind of keep perspective. And uh, I love that story about it and love the lyrics to the song and the point where it turns in the song uh, as well. Uh, Really, really cool. Jared got some space on that one a little bit of room to breathe uh, and to rip some uh, great lines off as well Uh, And that was long forgotten dream. Next up was instrumental Ernest T. Grass Uh, You know time for a little bit of group jamming there Uh, Billy came out in front uh, uh, after the initial uh, theme there and it sounded like uh, You could hear that they were going into something you had to listen really really closely there were a couple chords to secrets Uh, Then they kind of went back into the Ernest T grass jam for a little bit. And I think they do this a lot, actually, where they'll just faintly, faintly tease the next song that's being played or the next song that they're going into. Not even tease it. Uh, Just play a, a quarter or two or the key of it or whatever the case may be. Again, I need to learn those terms. And then they'll jump back into the song they're playing uh, only to have that uh, song that they had just played a, a chord from a quarter to uh, reemerge, and in this case, it reemerged uh, into secrets. Uh, and I noted online and in my notes that uh, Billy's vocal delivery seems to be getting um, a lot stronger, um, emotional, um, accurate. <laughs> I know he's had a couple of flubs here and there, but 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 accurate and on point, and just a uh, very strong. Um, and i don't know anything about you know lyrics or vocal coaching or any of that obviously um, but i do sense that he's spending a little bit more time on his singing and on his delivery and i think it shows uh in these in these uh past uh, few shows no question about it uh next up big crowd pleaser uh to wrap up the uh second set was, or first set excuse me the 12th song of the first set was dust in a Baggy." seems like it's been a few shows uh for this classic everybody's i think everybody's favorite billy strings song at one point no question about it uh and a burner for sure had some really nice dueling on this one between billy and alex uh they got it going for a while uh got everybody involved and definitely kept the crowd moving and went into the set break mm-hmm. Uh, on a high note with everybody very excited and uh anticipating uh what was to come still in the second set before we jump into the set two analysis a quick word from our new sponsor do you have a small business that needs a modern easy to find and easy to use website are you looking for a website solution that includes data backups security and unlimited updates done by someone other than yourself, we get it. Antelope Marketing provides website solutions to business owners looking for professional yet simple website to help market, advertise, and grow their business around the clock. Give Antelope Marketing a call today at 480-430-0301 to get the conversation started. Set the gear shift for the high gear of your business with Antelope Marketing. Call them today at 480-430-0301. All right, let's get into set two from Kalamazoo. Uh, Came out with uh, Fire on My Tongue was the first song of the second set. Uh, Jam kicked in with uh, Billy taking the lead uh, right away. Um, has some solo notes, uh, soloing going on, then more of a rhythmic uh, structure with like a chord-based uh, jam. Again, I need to get my terms right, but that's kind of how I would describe it when he moves from like playing, you know, individual notes all strung together to more of like a rhythmic based or a chord-based uh, jam, then kind of slows things down uh, momentarily, um, it seemed like he's almost trying to create some space, uh, for Jared or Royal to jump in a little bit, he's kind of looking over there, it seemed like, uh, but nonetheless, uh, he hits the riff back into a uh, fire on my tongue, and, um, and then it was, uh, right back, then it was right into, uh, Drifter's Escape, uh, I think it was right, one right into the other, if my notes, uh, are correct. Uh, and that's confirmed by BillyBase.net uh, that it was fire on my tongue directly into Drifter's Escape uh, Bob Dylan cover. Uh, really nice addition to the uh, repertoire uh, this year. Uh, only the fifth time played uh, leads to some nice uh, aggressive uh, jamming, uh, some nice Billy uh, soloing in front of the audience as well. And as I said uh, online at the time, and I think this view is endorsed by a lot of folks. Um, more Bob Dylan covers, please. Uh, I know it's been a while since any Grateful Dead songs have been played, and and that's okay. That's all right. I understand we're in a new era, but yes, to a lot more uh, Bob Dylan covers. Uh, and in doing that, you're almost paying homage to the dead, obviously through their love of Dylan and all the covers uh, that they would do of Dylan's as well. So that's that. Uh, next up, song number three of the second set was In the Morning Light. Again, another uh, uh, nod to Renewal, and Billy even mentioned the Renewal album, I believe, uh, at one point. This one had a really nice um, Alex uh, solo in it, too, so definitely check that out as well. Beautiful, heartfelt uh, version. Uh, Next up, a little nod to the uh, local boys, uh, Green Sky Bluegrass with Wings for Wheels, which was uh, really well executed, and I think really well received. I I think, obviously, this is one of the stops where more folks than almost any other stop on tour are going to recognize that song, and so kudos uh, for playing it, and for everybody for getting into it and being a part of it. Uh, That was pretty cool next up was likes of me uh definitely a favorite of mine just love that song uh nice strong version uh move through fairly quick uh, if i recall correctly and if my notes are right um but definitely uh, one to check out and then next up was uh what i've been referring to as the mighty pyramid country which i think is a 2022 standout and we'll see where it goes i may. You're imagine thinking maybe it was 2021 standout it probably was but 2022 uh in my mind has been the year the pyramid country really just took off and went to some really really interesting places um with some stellar versions uh, no question about it. it's been taken deep it is a great jam vehicle for the band and it allows for some great interplay between all the members um in an upbeat way but in a way that also allows them to stretch out and then like they did last night was then enter like a quieter or slower jam period um, with kind of some bullish strings uh, noodling which then led to like some rhythmic jamming and more panning between the left and right uh, speakers uh, then you had uh, some uh, a Little bit of a quiet kind of spacey uh, psychedelic jam uh, That if I'm hearing it correctly and seeing it correctly, but mostly hearing it correctly um I think Billy has acquired uh, or is using more a uh, device that I refer to as like a looping device, like something along the lines of what a lot of people have um, heard Keller Williams use uh, for years. I'm a big Keller fan, used to be on his street team back in the day, back in the day almost 20 years ago. Uh, anyway, um, I noted online that whoever hooked up Billy with the Keller-style looping device gets a gold star, because it allows these uh, kind of deep psychedelic jams that kind of come, not out of nowhere, uh, but just seem to kind of come out of the ether and then fade back away. And they allow Billy to do some looping and some really cool sound and textures around that without having it be... Uh, too much of a highlight obviously he's not a one-man band and he's not trying to um you know do keller but uh, i'm all for the looping device uh, i think that's really really cool uh then you had some nice passing around between all members of the band everybody going up pretty strong picking up speed getting faster you can kind of hear it coming right into old slew foot uh nice to see it return uh, after a little break uh as well and um you know, gets everybody moving again. Feels like that one's been gone for a little bit longer. Had some great uh, Billy, Strings, and Alex uh, interactions on that one. And obviously, definitely a crowd favorite, uh, gets everybody dancing and everybody singing, no question about that. So you had, you know, that pyramid country, then in the slew foot. So a lot of, you know, fast moving activity. It was definitely time for a little bit of a balance, a little bit of a, a breather. Uh, and that came in the form of the uh, newest, I think it's the newest song that the band is now playing. And that is My Alice, uh, which was, if I recall correctly, premiered at Renewal. And played just a couple times since, uh, and obviously not played uh, during the um, Halloween run. Uh, Great original. um, uh, Billy did mention the the co-author last night, and I'm so sorry I don't have his name uh, here. If someone mentions it or reminds me on Twitter, I will uh, make sure that that's given appropriate credit. But a haunting uh, song, great lyrics, kind of spooky Uh, I think I've said previously it almost sounds like an old traditional song and uh, really well received uh, for sure. I think everybody that hears it, you know, whether it's uh, audiences or festival people or Jackson Brown, like whoever hears my Alice is like, wow, really cool, uh, well written, kind of well thought out song, simple, but, you know, well put together not surprising, right? <laughs> uh, next up was song number nine of the second set. That was uh, Manzanita, uh, a great uh, Tony Rice cover, instrumental song, um, a little bit of a palate cleanser uh, in itself, had some really, really nice mandolin moments. Uh, at this point, I do need to pause real quick because I have an emergency call coming in. My apologies. I'll get right back. Okay, let's get back into it. Thanks for your patience on that one, folks. Uh, I had a call coming in regarding uh, business stuff. I work in real estate and it was an important call coming in for a transaction that I'm working on. So I appreciate your graciousness and your patience back to the show, back to that Manzanita. Great uh, Tony Rice cover, instrumental, a little bit of a palate cleanser, uh, some really nice uh, Mando moments from Jared, as my notes uh, indicate, Uh, some really cool textures in this song. You know, I think I Tony Rice covers and David Grisman covers, give them a chance to really explore some interesting terrain and some cool textures. And of course, to really show off some musicianship, which uh, this one does, is extraordinarily well-executed uh, Manzanita. Uh, next up was the tenth song of the second set that was uh, this old world and again the renewal party kind of continued and that's all good um, very uh, familiar territory uh, you know a sing-along and again a very heartfelt song uh, that I think uh, you know a lot one of one of Billy's uh, great qualities and I think one of the reasons that he's attracted so many people uh, you know, so quickly. I mean, it took him obviously, you know, the first 10 years, uh, it takes a long time to be an overnight sensation or whatever the saying is, but you had like those first, you know, seven, eight years and then kind of things started heating up. And then through the pandemic, a lot of people seem to discover them then uh, myself included, quite frankly. And uh, from there it's kind of been uh, a rocket ship. But I think one of the things that people relate to him, um, about is like he sings about things that folks have gone through. Like, we can feel if you've had challenges in life, uh, you can feel those challenges uh, in his lyrics and in his delivery. Um, obviously, his amazing playing and his authenticity, all that, you know, certainly, you know, are a part of the package. But uh, the fact that it's relatable. Like, he's been there. We know his story, obviously, so he has been there. And we each know our own stories. And the fact that on some level, we share those stories and share those challenges and and share that pain, um, I think that is part of what makes him uh, such a magnetic uh, artist, uh, for sure. So anyway, moving on. uh, And speaking of, like, uh, emotional moments and deep moments. Um, I guess his Aunt Roxanne was at the show, and uh, he talked about her being a woman of faith, and he mentioned that he wasn't particularly religious, but that she was, and um, that seemed kind of important to him, I thought. He took a moment to kind of emphasize that, um, and it seemed like he kind of held it sacred, and uh, I appreciate that, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, And then it was time for the acapella, and Am I Born to Die. And that one, folks, well, <laughs> that will uh, that'll bring a tear to your eye. Um, it's heavy, man. And uh, there's been a few streams this year when it's been played, and it has been uh, incredibly powerful. Uh, it certainly helps when the crowd is quiet. <laughs> That's not always the case. But um, the delivery of the song, uh, the message of it, Uh, the power, the depth, you know, the mystery that we all face huge and, uh, a huge version here, something I look forward to hearing again, but, uh, something that anytime it's played, uh, it's a special evening. And this was definitely a a special version of this song for a special person in his life. Uh, And that's all right. Uh, Next up, it was time to, uh, as he used to say, bring them old lazy boys back out for the uh, train that carried my girl from town. Uh, And just to let you know, there was no letting up. You know, they wanted to send the message. They were still uh, 100% on board and still burning. And in case there was any doubt, uh, next up was a uh, very strong uh turmoil and tinfoil i think i got a little faked out i'm sorry excuse me next up was black mountain rag Uh, i apologize i was behind by uh one song uh they snuck in instrumental i think that's the only song that was played last night that was also played uh at renewal if i'm correct uh, I'm at renewal at the uh, Halloween in Asheville. Excuse me, I got renewal on my mind. Um, but anyway, turmoil and tinfoil uh hit the jam with Billy failing uh taking the lead out front with the banjo. Uh, they had a nice little kind of really quick, like less than a minute, but a warped kind of bendy, uh, slowed down jam for a second. It was really, really cool. Uh, then Jared uh jumped out front. Uh, they kind of start smoking again and picking up uh pace. I uh, had a flurry of notes and chords. You know, Jared would really get getting a chance to to stretch out a little bit. Uh, then it was uh, back to Billy. They went a, a bit deeper. Uh, they went uh, much deeper for a bit. Uh, then it was back to the the main theme and the the final verse uh, and the closing second set closer. A very very strong. Um, what felt like I think to a lot of folks almost like a hometown uh, show. Uh, I was getting late, and next up was the uh, one song encore, John Hardy, Uh, a a great encore, I think, and a great way to send everybody off for for sure, and something that I would note, again, thank you to BillyBass.net, was first played in Holland, Michigan in uh, 2016, and of course, last time played was last night in Kalamazoo, Michigan, as the encore. So that is Kalamazoo uh, fall tour, uh, continues this evening with the free for all stream. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun for folks to enjoy both current subscribers and all the new folks that are coming on board, no doubt about it. And of course we'll have a full review, uh, and coverage after the show, as well as uh, live tweeting and commenting, uh, during the show again, thanks so much. If you made it this far, I really, really appreciate and love you. And, uh, thanks so much for listening and being a part of this community. See you soon.